Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to What's Wrong With Us, the podcast. You've made it to episode three. It's a little late, but it's the same day of release and not two days late this time. It is October 27th, 2020. I am Brandon Orlowski, your host, Greer Casagrande as well. Hello. If you want to contact the show, uh, let's get all this out of the way. Contact yeah. the show, <laughs> www.upodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at that same handle, www.upodcast. Uh, at What's Wrong Podcast is the Instagram handle. And then you can follow me on everything at Brandon Orlowski and Greer. And my Twitter is IRL Tinkerbell. And my Instagram is Haha Career because my life is a joke in 2020. <laughs> Uh, that is definitely the case with everybody, and uh, I mean, you in particular. Uh, oh, I've been a going bit. through and, it. Cause, and <laughs> obviously, if here's the thing if we sound a little different this week, uh, we are kind of trying something new. We're doing a remote recording. Uh, so I am at my house, and Greer is at hers uh, because Greer yeah. might have yeah. COVID. coronavirus. <laughs> So I came into contact with someone um, on Friday for long periods of time when they were showing symptoms when we didn't think it, they were. So um, I am held up in my house right now until I can get my test tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, that's what work told me. I wanted to get my test um, Monday, but they already told me to wait until Wednesday because um, that would have been five days since exposure. And I guess that's the most accurate like time to get it. So, um, I wanted to do the podcast, so I told Brandon, I'm like, let's figure this out, let's do it remotely then. And thank God I went to school for broadcasting, <laughs> and I got to be a producer yet again, and I didn't get paid, but hey, that's, you know, I, it's not too much of a difference to what I was doing before this. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, yeah, we got, uh, I got Greer all set up with uh, some software, uh, some free software on the phone. So yeah, I just got an app with my phone right next to me, hoping that yeah. it records all of this. So, so, <laughs> it is, so she I see can, it. So she can record uh, her voice and have it sound uh, a little bit better than just the regular iPhone quality. Uh, I'm at my house with the microphone, and I'm just going to splice the audios together, and we're going to give you the episode. Um, so that's, yeah, that's that. We got a COVID scare on our hands, uh, three episodes yeah, in. My last two weeks have been just... And Greer's last two uh, weeks were a little... Atrocious. My last two weeks have been atrocious. Like, So we, um, uh, and as, as you know, the, the second episode came out a week late and there was a reason for that. Yeah. Um, so what happened to me was that, that morning I got dumped and I was not I did not see it coming <laughs> and I texted Brandon at first I tried to call him and then I was like I cannot talk <laughs> so I texted him and I was yeah, like I, saw, I, saw a I cannot call. do this I saw a missed call at like six in the morning <laughs> and then I, I know, immediately he, yeah and I immediately text you and you're like yeah shit's going down yeah I was like out I was in the city for like an hour just crying in my car it was quite a day for me and it was pretty, it, it was a great weekend because, you know, you spend a whole weekend thinking everything's fine. And then right before you leave, they tell you like, oh, um, by the way, I'm not really feeling this anymore. So um, I've been struggling the past two weeks and I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting to a better place, but um, I'm moving through um, my anger portion of it where I'm pissed off, and I think all of it was bullshit. <laughs> but well, I, I, um, I, I gotta say, like, your attitude 
like right right now is light years ahead of what it was a week a week ago two weeks ago and that's oh, I was a testament to how a mess. how much you've you've come for you've, you've 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 moved from this yeah I was a mess and I went well, you know what really helped was um I also went to Colorado and that's why we record the podcast Wednesday because that weekend I was gonna fly out to Colorado because I was basically like fuck this I don't need this bullshit here you know and I should also say in 2020, I also ended my a five-year relationship, which is an insane amount of emotion. So not only this year have I done that, <laughs> I have to deal with this. And then this COVID thing, I'm just like, I'm just going through a whirlwind this year. And my life just does not feel like the same life I was once living. Like if you knew me last year, like meet me again, because I am not the same. <laughs> but um yeah, it's just, thank you. Yeah, I've been um, really working hard on it. I've been, I went to Colorado. I spent some time with uh, my friend Natalie out there. And she actually um, helped me get a blueprint together on how to get to Colorado for school. So actually this breakup inspired me to just get out and go to Colorado. And it's not more like I just want to dip out and not deal with it. It's more like, you know, being in long-term relationships you kind of my first one like i was just kind of waiting till after high school after college after you get a job then maybe we can finally go do something you know and then when that didn't work out you know i meet someone who wants to do all this stuff with me tells me they want to do that stuff with me but we have to wait for their job and their career and i was okay with it but as soon as you know they kind of kicked me to the curb i'm like wait a second i don't need to wait for jack shit i can do this all on my own I don't need anyone. So I booked that trip, went right out there on my own. And when I came back, I was like, you know what? I'm not, you know, I always had the back of my head that I never wanted to live in Illinois growing up. Like I kind of, kind of accepted it the last few years, but now like, yeah, that breakup really kicked my ass. And it was like, you know what? Yeah. You don't have to do this. You don't have to be here for anyone. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of working on that right now. Like, my goal is by my 25th birthday. So that's spring of 22 to get out there. So yeah, I because think, you, you, know, you, you um, booked that trip very, very soon after, uh, the whole ordeal went down. Dude, he broke up with me like Sunday morning. I booked that trip Monday morning. I booked it within 24 hours. I was not messing around. I was like, you know what? Screw this. And actually I took that from, I remember there was this YouTuber that I used to watch and she got divorced and it's so much different. Like it's so much different, but I remember <laughs> seeing her and she went on a trip like right out after that happened and she was posting that she was, you know, on this like hike and all this stuff. And I thought in my head, I'm like, you know what? That seems like the best thing to do right now is to just leave and like get my head cleared. Cause it really messed with me. Like it, it really hurt me. So, um, instead of doing like very negative, um, coping mechanisms i thought it'd be best just to kind of get out and instead of isolating at home and yeah not talking to anybody and not eating oh yeah and what really helped too you know do my parents like have done so much for me at this point like as far as like emotional like support at least you know i've been like you know i would just cry to my mom you know and things like that but you know, now I'm doing better, you know, there's days that I, I did cry for a little bit yesterday, but, um, day by day, you know, it gets better, you know, I'm not, um, 
what was nice is that like I went to work and um, I was talking about on Wednesday how I was going on my lunches and drives with them and it was because you know of that and I asked them I was like please your, your, I, I need uh, your to coworkers go on lunch. you're talking about yeah yeah at work yeah I was like please I need to go on a drive I need to get out I need to do something because I'm just gonna go in my car on lunch and just sit here like and just cry so it was best to just you know go with my coworkers and just screw around like that but. Um, I only did that for a week and then they didn't ask me to come back with them. So whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I don't know how I've been dealing with it rather than I've just been taking it day by day and crying when I need to cry and getting pissed off when I need to get pissed off. Like, you know, right. I'll call, you know, Ashley, my friend Ashley, and I'll be like, this was fucking bullshit and just like go off, you know, and you know, none of it changes anything, you know? Right. What what can I do? Like, but I just know, um, I, I just know he knows what he did wrong and, you know, that's, that's all I can ask for, I guess, at this point. So. You, you, you mentioned your parents have been a big help to you and even your coworkers. How, how do you think, um, just by your observation, how do you think the, the breakup, uh, subsequently affected, uh, let's start with your parents. How do you think it affected them? Just like seeing you the way that you were? Oh, they were, I could tell they were like really upset. I think with how it happened too. I mean, they don't blame me for like, you know, my reactions or, um, how I thought the relationship was going because I was being told everything was great. So, you know, they understand like why I'm kind of like, I fell apart for that little, like, little period of time. And, you know, I've just... Because it wasn't... It, dad, it, it, it was a blindside, really, because... It was a blindside. When, when you texted I me or... was like, what? Yeah, when you texted and called me, like, that was really the last thing that I expected to hear, because by all accounts, the relationship was going yeah, great. Yeah, me too, because that weekend he was planning dinner with me the next weekend after, and then we were planning our Halloween plans together. So yeah, it, it really like and just it yeah, really and just from everything you were through. telling me about, you know, like your entire relationship, what you guys do when you're together, what you know, what he's done to show that he cared Before and me, shit. Yeah. So I, I think don't know, there's man. something else going on. Yeah, I think there's something else going on, and that's his shit to figure out. And I actually genuinely feel bad for him because he really missed out on someone who's so emotionally, like, built up and so for them. Mm. So, like, mm. I think, mm. you know... <laughs> yeah, I know. I just think, you know, in months, you know, years to come, he's just going to be like, ah, damn. And I told, some, I told him something that my friend told me, and I told him, I'm like, I'm the only Greer you will ever know in your entire life, most likely. So you know what you can just remember that and he's like and he, yeah and he's I guess like yep i thought about that it. this morning yeah so you know it is what it is um right who knows he'll probably listen to this i'm guessing so well that's his prerogative and you know mm-hmm. it's also your prerogative to talk about it tea sister tea Again, I asked you uh, about how your family reacted and stuff like that because i kind of wanted to talk about uh in, in this episode, the topic of kind of how mental health affects the loved ones of the people who actually deal with it firsthand. So how yeah. how your parents and friends and family members and and coworkers and how th- how they respond and how they react and just kind of what goes on there. I just gotta I just gotta give a major shout out to all my friends who have ever stayed with me through my isolation periods. Like 
like there'll be times where like I won't talk to certain friends or even like you sometimes for like a week and or you know and time will just go and I'll think in my head I'll be like man I haven't talked to so-and-so in so long they probably hate me like you know (laughs) but my friends just pick back up with me like right where it starts and that's just like such a beautiful thing and I try to tell them like I'm sorry I isolate like the best thing I could have done was just tell them that I isolate because otherwise people don't understand or they think like you don't want to talk to them and it's like oh no it's not that I just don't know how to get my shit together Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my head enough to like talk about it because you know even just talking about you know just bsing about stuff it still requires so much energy and when you're really depressed like you just don't want to get on the phone and just talk about whatever's going on because you just feel like crap and it's just not fun yeah even if you're if you're hanging out with people or you're talking on the phone or you're in uh like a like a video game party like a voice chat or anything like that uh, like that and everybody else is cracking jokes talking shit breaking balls and you're just kind of sitting there because you have this depression or this some, something is weighing on your mind that you can't really deal with, whether it's about yourself or uh, your, something about your life or COVID or you know anything that's giving you the problem and you're just sitting there stewing in your own shit while everybody else is having fun and you don't really understand why you can't bring yourself to have fun with them and it's, it's debilitating. But you know, when you have friends that understand why you're being quiet and why you're kind of being a little reclusive, you know, that, that really helps. I, I gotta give, I gotta give props to my, to my friends, my guy friends that I, I've been hanging, hanging around with for years since I was four years old, five years old. You know, at this point they, you know, they know about my, my, my struggles and issues with anxiety and depression. And, you know, when they see that I've kind of been quiet and gone off the grid for a day or two you know they they take note and they often reach out and just kind of you know kind of give me a little pep talk or try to give me a little encouragement and of course Greer's done that as well numerous times um it's it's just it's it's a godsend sometimes when people just reach out with a quick just check in on you exactly just, just check, check in. in on you like i had so many friends check in on me during the breakup so so many and you know sometimes i couldn't respond and i didn't know how and just the thought of saying like when people go like what happened i i didn't want to explain it or like i'm just gonna burst into tears but just for someone to reach out and be like hey is everything okay like just meant everything to me and i had friends like what was nice is that i in colorado um I FaceTimed, like, Morgan, my friend Morgan. I called Ashley. Like, I had talks with friends when I was there, too. And that is just so relieving. Like, I had a bad day, like, the other day, and I was just, like, crying and crying about it. And I was like, I need to stop. Like, But I called Ashley, and I talked to Ashley, and she was able to kind of, like, get my mind away from it and stuff and move forward, you know? So mm-hmm. um, it's weird. It's like... You know, I don't want to go back to this, but just real quick, it's like one day, like, you know, one day I feel absolutely fine. I see my life moving forward. I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. And then one the next day you feel like you're back into that place, like the breakup just happened, like it sucks and you can't think of anything like your life you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, then, and then the next day you're like, I'm a bad bitch. It's fine. <laughs> like, it like goes back and forth. And I know that's like. And that's like, you know, it's like grief, you know, you lose someone you didn't expect. So No, it is. Um, it is a form of grief. And especially like, 
you know, especially since, you know, we met, you know, off a dating site, you know, and started date, like started talking to start dating. It's not like we had a friendship that lasted, you know, like my other relationships. So after you don't talk for a while, like it just kind of feels weird because, you know, you weren't like close friends to begin with, if that makes sense. So, you know, I just, it's, it's, yeah, it's super weird, but, um, it's a weird situation, actually. It's my first time kind of going through this, so I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, my brain is kind of going, you know, as much as it can, but, um, yeah, as far as, like, um, friends and, like, dealing with things, yeah, it's, you know, they've been a godsend through this whole time for me, and especially, like, I think, you know, it's been better for me, like, when I, when I started talking about, like, yeah, I'm depressed, like, yeah, I feel like this, yeah, I feel like that. Because for a while, I just wouldn't say what was going on. No, like, I never said so, anything for the longest time. But at this point, yeah. I'm I, at this point, I'm as open as can be because I, you know, if I if I feel like I need the help, I'm not afraid to reach out for it because I know myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like the best thing. And being so self aware that you need help, you know, like I need to reach out from to my friends right now. Like I like one time I called Ashley and I was like, I just called you because I know I needed to. Mm-hmm. And, um, that really, like, can save, um, a whole bunch, too. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, well, we we were talking about friends and then uh, eventually got to, I don't think we got to family yet, but, uh, let's kind of talk about, again, circle back to how, like, our parents, um, deal with our mental health and how they react and respond. Um, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you take the lead on this one? Well, you know, I'm, uh, my mom's going to listen to this. No, this um, is... So at this, the beginning, the, no, at the beginning... Di- disclaimer, yeah, this is just... Yeah, d- our, yeah disclaimer. This, this is just our thoughts. It's not hating at all. I love my parents yeah, yeah. to death. <laughs> I, would, but, I would completely do anything and die for them. But this is just our thoughts about how, you know, different different people and different generations may react to different situations. That's all it is. I think at the beginning, it was more seen as, you know, I wouldn't say all the time, but sometimes it can be perceived as laziness, and, you know, I don't, you know, and, you know, my anxious thoughts are me, you know, not making sense sometimes, like, you know, things like that, and they didn't, or I shouldn't say they, I don't know how to put it, but... It wasn't really understood, I think, in the forefront, at the forefront, like, when I right. first started feeling this, when I was 15, you know, right. like, you know, when my dog, like, they understood, like, I was grieving that my dog died, but it, it seemed to be, like, after that, you know? No, even, and even, like, you and me didn't completely understand what the hell was going on with ourselves, so, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, 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 I mean, I mean, when you're 16 and you experience your first, like, like I remember experiencing my first panic attack at, like, 1 a.m., mm-hmm. like, in the morning, and I'm like, I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> like, yeah, I, don't I, rem- know, just, I remember, it's happened to me. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to explain what happened to me. Like, I just knew, like, I couldn't breathe and I was fine. And I didn't want to worry. Also, I didn't want to worry. That was my big thing. Like, I just didn't want to worry. I'm the only kid. And all the focus is on me. And, and you don't want them to worry either. I, yeah, and, uh, you know... That's, I, I, I'm honestly, like, starting to hate it, like, <laughs> that all the focus is on me. But, um, yeah, like, but now, now, like, just 
now that I'm starting to understand, like, obviously I understand more and I got this great therapist. Honestly, everything changed after, um, I think when I, um, was working at this medical dispensary when I was working at, I'll just name drop it, when I was working at Greenhouse Mokina, um, shout I, out. shout out, uh, Greenhouse Mokina, my best friend Jenny works there, she's the best bud tender. Shout out Jenny. Anyway, uh, yeah, but anyway, um, she, when, she, what am I saying, when I worked there, um, I Third started getting really stressed, I couldn't handle anything, like I was working like 40 hour weeks almost, and going to school full time, like I... And I was in a, I was in a relationship that I was like, didn't feel too confident about. It was really messy. So I was like in such like a weird place and I could not handle it. Like I, I eventually like was crying in their bedroom and I told them, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to end my life. I'm going to do something. Like I can't, I can't do this. Like, like I can't. And, um, that really kind of, I think kind of showed like kind of my mental health is a lot worse maybe than they might have thought like like oh yeah she's just depressed or more anxious sometimes like more anxious but like that was a real like you know I think eye opener maybe and I don't want to be talking for them that's just what I see through my point of view um but you know when that happened they really like they really watch me now they're like are you eating are you do you feel okay are you going to therapy are you taking your meds like they're really like on me because after they saw that happen and i also passed out at walt disney world because i didn't eat or drink enough and because you were drinking um, too much beer at epcot actually (laughs) actually it rained and i didn't but um it was raining but yeah like i passed out at test track and um i got a wheelchair the whole day okay so i guess who won like at or on test track no, 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 I was talking about, <laughs> you're just, no, I you're was, just unconscious I going around circles. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, oh my god, that'd be so funny. It's like that kid, it's like that video of that kid, like, oh just, my god, yeah, um, I know uh, you can see me, but. No, he's, uh, he's, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like hanging on a harness at, at like some like yeah. Odyssey fun world or something just going yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like in a car, just like no. But anyway, like I passed out like in line, and it was right next to an emergency exit. Thank God. So literally, all I had to do once I got back up again and became conscious, I just had to go underneath like the belt and like go right out the door. I was gonna say and you could have just fell right through the door onto a gurney that they had set up already. Literally, but um, yeah. So that happened. That scared them a lot. So they're really, you know. Like, ever since, like, this thing that I gotten sick, my mom's like, all right, the vitamins are out there. Like, everything, like, you know. Yeah. She's really keeping on top of it, but, um... And honestly, yeah, and on- say, honestly, at the end of the day, isn't that what you want? Yes. Like, you know, I, you know, I love... No matter how guess, annoying or, like, uh, just... <laughs> no, trust me, this is going somewhere. No matter how, like, annoying <laughs> or, like, like, tedious or just kind of, like, overbearing it might seem at times... Like, if they weren't there and nobody was doing this shit for you, would you really be better off? Yeah, no. It, it would suck, you know? It's, you know, I think, you know, you and me both, considering, are very lucky, you know, um, to have parents, that, you know, that kind of, you know, bug us the way they do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I would say, yeah, like, at the beginning, it was very, like, they just, they tried to understand but kind of couldn't if that makes sense and then you know certain things kind of happened with my mental health where they were like oh yeah okay this you know let's get the ball rolling on 
things. But they, you know, I went to, I started going to therapy, you know, at 15, you know. So it's not like they ignored things happening. It wasn't never like that. It was more just them understanding while talking to me. Like, this is why she's talking like this. Maybe she's talking quick and it doesn't make make quite sense because she's just really anxious right now. Or maybe she hasn't gotten up because it's her depression. You know, things like that. Rather than thinking straight to, well, maybe she's just being lazy today or, you know, she just... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Uh, like, when I'm in a funk and I'm laying on the couch or spending all day in bed or not talking, you know, pa- just any isolating myself. Any perceive that. Yeah, any parent, though, that doesn't know would perceive that as, like, are you being lazy? Sometimes sometimes they can. Like, you know, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And at least for me, it was at the beginning. And then, like, you know, when I tried to, you know, say, like, hey... No, it's a, it's it's essential depression. that it's essential that people understand what's going on, you know. And yeah, like my mom, yeah, my do. mom is is good at uh, like picking out when I'm having a rough time. Like she can she can just sense it. It's it's kind of scary, but she always knows. And you know, she's gotten better at you know just kind of distinguishing when I'm actually having like an episode or when I'm just kind of upset for whatever reason whatever you know like the fucking weather is is bad or the bears lost or some shit like that uh yeah that was also shit shit show yesterday by the bears should be ashamed did you lose money on that yeah uh also also got into into sports betting over the weekend uh one won a ton uh lost on the bears so we'll go back to that we'll go back to that later (laughs) yeah that'll be the end segment um, but yes, my, my parents have, have come a long way in understanding, uh, what exactly my anxiety is and how, how it, how it manifests as depression. And really just, there's some days where I just need, I just need to loaf and just kind of sit in my own shit and just take the time to just take the time to do my own thing. And then once, once that's over with i'll get up and i'll be productive i'll start working on shit again i'll go out for a walk we I'll always bounce back go do doordash yeah exactly back. i'll go see my friends and everything will be fine but there's just times that i just feel like i gotta be by myself you know that's just you know yeah. it's just it, it 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 is what it is yeah and you know like i said yeah we always bounce back like you feel like shit for a while like there might be a couple days where you just want to lay around you feel like shit but for me i know i always bounce back it's just when do i Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the question when do i like is it a week is it two is it three um like i i don't know so yeah that's just the only problem i would say my dad as well he's he's all about just kind of you know just I, he, he understands that thing things sometimes you know get shitty but you know at the end of the day you gotta you gotta pull yourself up at some point it you know it doesn't have to be this moment but you know it, it's it's great to have a plan in in in, the, in this case so you can just come out of these things quicker and the next time it does happen you you know what to do in order to not 
stew in your you know your own self pity all day because it's not fun you know it's not it's it's not a desirable it's thing horrible. to do. Do you think I want to lay here <laughs> in my bed during the day all day? Do you think I want to do that? Do you think I find that pleasure? Do you think I like scrolling through aimlessly on social media? Like it might look like I do, but I don't. It's just what my body is like telling me to do if that makes any sense and sometimes that's exactly what it is body like and sometimes you have to tell your body like no i'm not gonna do that today i'm not gonna do that and then sometimes like you just kind of lose that battle and you just kind of um just kind of lay lay down and deal with it you know yeah so you talked again about your co-workers have been have been a big help uh, yeah, they were. I wouldn't say they are now. They're really, you know, my coworkers are like, you know, they'll have a week where they're great and they're awesome. I love working with them. And then they kind of like, you know, dip a little bit. <laughs> and they like, because like the thing was, it's like I went with them to lunch and it was great and stuff. And then um, the next week, like they didn't ask me to come back to lunch with them, which is fine. I don't care. And then, um, and then most of my department started planning stuff to wear together for Halloween and I wasn't invited to so. So I was like, fuck that, whatever. And I kind of bought my own costume. If I'm ever going to get to work on Friday, I don't know. But um, I bought a little butterfly thing. Because I was like, screw that. I don't need that. So, you know, it's weird. I um, They helped me out when I really needed it. So that's fine. Right. You know, that's all I can ask for. <laughs> that's all I can ask for, you know. No, and, so, and that's that's also that's also fine. You know, so there's, you know, my, ther- my therapist says, you know, some people are in your life for a a reason a season or a lifetime and you know these co-workers of yours you know they were in your they were in your life at the right time to help you get through something and they played a part in your you know your grief process so just think of yeah, it that they way they really did because i just yeah i would you know we would talk about it in the car you know they'd be like that's fucking bullshit i'm like yeah i know right dude and like we just eat lunch and just talk about it yeah so you know it was nice when i needed it so um i don't blame them there sometimes i wish like i could just go still go with them because i do get bored Mm -hmm. (laughs) on my lunch but um i understand so um but yeah when what i did love though was i think what's really good about coworkers and working is being able to bullshit and shit talk at the work the job to them that is like i think the biggest like it's a very unique relationship yeah, when I was at Jewel, it was, that's all we ever did when we talked to each other. I would see someone from the meat department, and we would just talk shit about our parts of the job, like, and just about you know, what, people coming in what else and the management. What else are coworkers yeah. for than to complain about the job? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and my favorite was I did have a coworker um, where I worked at one of my jobs that would, um, oh, actually, I should say it was at Jewel, but um, they would come up to me and... Um, I would be stocking like the orange juice and they grabbed like a single and they'd be like, yeah, I'm about to take a Xanax and this like makes it hit better. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, we all had Jewel doing this, I guess. <laughs> he walked away. I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, if there's one thing that's going to get you through a boring retail shift, it's a fucking Zanny uh, bar. <laughs> Xanax. Like, it's a Xanax. <laughs> That was years ago, yeah, but, um, oh you know, just God. stuff like that, just, oh my God, I remember one time when Zach, um, when Z- our friend Zach, when he worked at Jewel, we worked at Jewel at the same time, Shout and out. we would have our mics, and we could talk into the mics to everyone in the, like, everyone in the store working. Everybody had the walkie-talkie and- com. Yeah, 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 and whenever Life is a Highway would come on, Zach would go, and he would go, 
ka-chow <laughs> to, the whole, to the whole store. And I would go back and I'd be like, ka-chow. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I'm sorry I'm getting these little stories. But, like, it, you know, what I'm saying is that with your coworkers, you just got to have fun with your coworkers, whether it is talking about the problem or talking about issues at the store or whatever. That really, you know, just bantering back and forth about stuff, that, w- that helps so, so much. No matter what job you're in, you know, it's it's great. It is. That's it's, like my favorite part. <laughs> it is. It's 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 a way to blow off steam, and everybody's kind of blowing off the same steam. You're in, you're with a group of your peers. Everybody knows that. Everybody experiences the same bullshit. You know, every, everybody knows who the problem people are, who the great people are, who you got to avoid, who you should the only, who you should get in with. You know. The only issues I had problems with like coworkers was at a restaurant I worked at that was family owned. And the problem is, is that they sourced all their servers and their cooks and their everyone they sourced out were people that they knew personally, whether it was family friends or family members. So you could not, like, talk any shit to anyone or you, like, they everyone found out. Like, I told one person I was quitting and everyone found out. And it's, it's, it, it, it's insane. Like, tight so Tight-knit family restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Must be. Oh, God. The worst. But, yeah. Um. The, yeah there's that but that's my favorite part and you know sometimes with certain coworkers, i would get like personable about my life you know especially jewel when i'm when i first started i was facing so i would make the you know the aisles look really nice you know yes, help yes. any customers with anything and it would be if there was two of us facing like my friend taylor like we would just bs about our lives in like the weirdest ways just tell each other like the weirdest stories because all we're doing for four hours is just stand next to each other doing the same thing so um, that was really nice too. I really liked moments like that. But what's really nice about where I am now is that yeah, my department we just BS just about whatever. Like we'll have conversations on like what the best movie is or what the best chicken restaurant is, like shit like that, you know. So right. it's like, good to like we talk about like other stuff too. So and have conversations about that, which is nice. But yeah, I've everywhere I worked I've had some decent coworkers. that um that restaurant was like the only one where I just had sh- a shit experience with like working with people I think yeah with my retail experience and radio experience I I can't really say a bad thing about too many of the coworkers that I've had everybody has especially at the radio station everybody was very helpful and uh, uh helpful and progressive in the way that you know if I had a question about how to do literally anything you know they would take the time out of their their schedule and show me how to, how to do the thing on the computer or how to upload yeah. something or how to record something you know that 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 part of it was great and you know admire when everybody was in the same boat just you know young kid young adult just trying to make ends meet make a little yeah, part-time everyone, cash it's i feel all, like everyone in grocery those, stores yeah, are like the same those, like the those same. are the best those are the best co-workers when you're working in like I retail so or a restaurant grocery store yeah it's the best Good times. Yeah, grocery store, Jewel. I mean, I had, I, looking back on it now, like, I made, like, zero dollars there. But, <laughs> like, the the fun I remember, like, having sometimes there, yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, but, yeah, work. And also, like, when I was at the dispensary, that was even, like, you know, I would leave the front and I'd go in the back room, like, where all the product was and where my boss was. And I'd be like, this effing patient just had this to me. I can't, you know. And you do the same thing back there, you know. Just you just talk shit sometimes about the people that come in because that's all retail people, is is talking act, shit about the customers. Sometimes I know. Sometimes I just you know if you come in 
acting like shit to someone, chances are right after you leave, we turn around, go inside, and talk complete shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what happens. I'm going to do that at the dispensary every time. Anyone treated me like crap, I went right in the back and talked right about it. I was like, dude. <laughs> it's like, Jenny, you're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> I wish Jenny was there when I was working. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that was af- been the best. She got there afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, it was so funny. She messaged me... Um, like around this time last year a little bit before and was like hey um you know i'm applying for this dispensary job i know you worked at one like you know um can you help me out and i was like yeah of course which one and it was the one i worked at and i'm like (laughs) oh girl i got you nice and she's been working there ever since and she is i think she is like turning that place around no she's always on top of like every time she's always on top of it yeah whenever i've been there just Whenever and whenever I've been there and she's been working there, she's on top of it. She's out there. She's you know delivering shit to the people that are parked. Yeah, and she unfortunately she's not working right now. I think because um, the badges are really behind the renewing, so she's not there right now. But anyone who has a med card and she's there, go to Greenhouse Mokina and see her. She is the best. Shout she out will again. Take care of you. Yeah. Sorry, I love her, so I have to talk about her a couple right. times. One more thing before we get into our just kind of final segment, I guess. Um, oh, I want to talk about Borat, too. Can we talk about oh, that? We're gonna, we're, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to okay, do that. Okay, okay, good, okay. Um, so, f- finally, just dealing with uh, how your loved ones are affected by your mental health, do you, when you are dealing with an episode or something like that and you're isolating, are you kind of isolating also because you don't want to make your other loved ones upset and sad? Um, I guess... Yeah, because it, I know, it kind of depends, I, know I think, I, on the person. I think it depends on the person I talk to. Like, sometimes, for me, sometimes I just don't want to talk. It's not like I don't want to inconvenience them. It's more like, for me, I just don't want to talk. But then there'll be some people, like, that I know are going through it in my life, and I just don't want to, you know. When I know somebody's going through something, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of avoid that conversation. But um, for me, like, yeah. I just um I just don't like talking about it sometimes, you know. Because when I like when I'm in a fucking funk and I know I'm in a funk and I know that I'm not really in the headspace to kind of joke around and have fun like I know that I can, you know, I really don't want to be around people because I know that I'm just kind of going to bring the mood down. I don't really want people to be worrying about me like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I and really don't like that. I can that. say I can feel, I can say, I probably feel the same too on stuff like that. Because then I, I just, because then I, I just feel more, I just more, don't, because then I just feel more anxious that I'm, you know, not, you know, participating how I should be, you know. Yeah, and I think too, well, also with this pandemic and stuff going on, I guess I just haven't found myself like going out to, like, to see, like, group, like, I don't know, I have been, but. Yeah, I can kind of get what you say, because, like, when I would be, like, with my ex's friends and stuff like that, I would I would feel sometimes like that. Like, they don't... I could tell, like, they just probably didn't get it, you know? So... Right. Only one of his friends I remember did, so, you know, I just... I remember feeling that way with them, especially. Like, I'm feeling like, crap, I'm not going to say anything, because I don't want to, you know, start, you know, making everyone feel like me type mm-hmm. of thing. I remember that in, like, those cases, but, like, with my friends, like, you know, usually I know I could be confident enough that they understand how I'm feeling. Same here, it's just, I, I, same here, it's just, I, I just don't want to burden them with my, you know, issues, and I'll just take the time to, 
you know, take a mental health night for myself and just stay in. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah, I think that's the most important part, too, is staying in and not doing anything when you know, you know, you don't want to. I think, I've, you know, I've talked about that with you, you know. I'm like, you know, don't go out just because you feel like, you know, you have to. You mm-hmm. know, you don't. Yeah, you know? definitely. Especially if your body's the one telling you to go out. It's like, If that makes sense. Like, you know, if you're like, oh, maybe I should go out. You know, maybe. It's like, no, you don't have to. Like, you, no one's putting a gun to your head telling you you need to go out and be, like, you know, social when you feel like you don't want to be. So... I think it's also, I mean, if that goes for months and months and months, you don't see anyone, obviously that's an issue, but Mm -hmm. if it's here and there, you just don't feel like going out or being with people, yeah, that's fine. I think that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, an evening in isn't gonna, it's not the end of the world. Mm Mm-mm. No, I think I probably have too many. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Especially now. That's a problem for other time. Yes. Okay, well, I think we've talked about enough of, uh, Enough of the topic that we wanted to talk about today, so I think it's time we lighten the mood with uh, sports betting and Borat. Oh my god, I want to talk about Borat. Borat was Let's so good. It We're was talking about so yeah, funny. Borat Two came out on Friday on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you haven't seen the original Borat by now, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Stop uh, listening was... to this. Stop listening to this episode, <laughs> please. And go watch it. Go watch the goddamn movie. Did we tell that story last time when like? Me, I thought, like, like me, Nick, and Emily went and saw Sum 41, and we came back, like, super drunk, and, um, like, you and Zach, and I think Alina, I think we all watched Borat. Were you there? Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, if we were, were all, if, I mean, if we were all drunk, then who fucking knows? Who remembers? But I know, I know, but me and Emily and Nick came back drunk, though. I don't know if you, I don't know where, I swear you were there, but anyway, yeah, I remember watching it, like, super drunk, watching Probably. that first one, and I was like, dude, that's so funny. And then when I saw, that's the, like... It's one of the funniest movies of all time. It's it's incredible. And, like, his... I was listening to, actually... Um, he was on Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. and just recently... Uh, a- as was, Borat or as Sasha Baron Cohen? Sasha Baron, as himself, as <laughs> Sasha Baron. And they were talking about, like, how this last, you know... I know I usually, like... I listen to other podcasts, and their rules for talking about spoilers is, like, two weeks, but I don't fucking care. But, like... Yeah, let's... Spoiler let, yeah, alert. We're not, yeah, we're not gonna bring up anything huge, but, yeah whatever yeah yeah but anyway go ahead, go ahead. like where he talks like he is sasha bear cohen impersonating borat impersonating country steve like he's doing like two mm-hmm. different characters and it's insane like how he like does that and my i watched it with my parents and <laughs> my my dad and i were laughing the entire time but my mom my mom was like well, okay that scene where, like, they're, um, whoever's seen it, but, like, this doesn't give away anything, but, like, the scene where, like, they're, um, where she swallows that plastic baby and she goes to the doctor and she's like, yeah. there's a baby in my tummy. My dad put it there. Like, you know, yeah. that whole yeah. thing. My mom's like, my mom's like, what kind of doctor thinks this is okay? What kind of doctor would just agree to this? What kind of doctor would not go out into the hallway and talk to the people and call the cops? Like, you know, because the doctor was like, I don't care how the baby got there. You know, a life is a lot, like shit, like that. Yeah, be- and I was thinking, because it was it wasn't a doctor. It was like some. Uh, oh, it, it wasn't it was a like doctor. E- I thought it was a doctor. Was it? I thought it was a doctor. I thought it was like some evangelical like minister. It was like a, no, a, a, they like were at a women's anti-abortion health clinic or something like that. No, they were at like a women's clinic, so I thought some, that was a doctor. <laughs> did I just say anti-abortion clinic? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> did, did those exist? <laughs> they, I don't called, know. They, they're called but churches. It looked like a women's- it was a women's clinic, so I thought it was um, I thought it was a doctor, 
Okay, so we all okay. thought it was a doctor. So my mom's like, why isn't that doctor going down the hallway talking to nurses again? The cop's there. If he thinks, <laughs> then, you know, like, and my mom Because they so probably mad. got paid off afterwards. They're like, hey, this is for a movie. <laughs> like, and... Th- thanks, thanks for your genuine reaction. Yeah, she was, like, so upset. No, that's, <laughs> and I don't blame yeah. her. And, and she, my, when we my were mom watching... Rea- it would have been the same exact thing in my house. Me and my dad would have been on the floor, and my mom would have been sitting in the chair with her arms crossed, like, mm-mm-mm, no, I don't like this. <laughs> no, like, I thought it was maddening, too. I thought it was maddening, too. I'm like, okay, so this doctor, like, thinks, like, thinks abortion's bad, but doesn't care that, like, you know, apparently that, you know, the father got the daughter pregnant. That's not an issue, but the abortion yeah, is. That's he's what cool I was with, on. Yeah, he's cool with incest, but not abortion. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what my mom and I were like, what the fuck? Roll but, Tide. But, yeah, and then, like, I, well, he was talking to Stephen Colbert, and I guess that he was in character with those guys in that home for five days straight. And... I guess, like, on the first night, he had, like, the door locked, and he had, like, I guess he said he had, like, a trunk with a padlock, and he would have his computer, his phone, like, all of his, like, obviously, like, non-Borat, like, stuff, and he was, like, writing and doing a bunch of stuff, like, after he went to bed, and the guy, like, knocked on the door and was like, hey, Borat, and he was, like, on his computer and shit, and he, like, froze, and, like, he said he threw everything back and, like, got in his voice and was like... You know, I'm not going to mimic him, but, like, you know, answer, yeah. like, whatever he needed and, like, <laughs> yeah, got his stuff back. Yeah, literally, exactly, yeah. And <laughs> I was, like, for five days, like, day and night, he had to pretend like he was Borat with these guys. And it just, like... I mean, he's been doing like, it for so long. He I know, probably, it's just... He, Borat it's just is just, like, second nature, probably, at this point. It's just insane. <laughs> just wake up, wow, wow, you are. And then, um... Like I can't believe I, Mike Pence like looking at him as he's carrying his daughter. Was, he's just like staring. That was so funny, and like the fact that like they're actually going out and doing this shit, and Mike Pence actually saw, saw it. Sasha Baron Cohen dressed up as Donald Trump carrying his fake daughter in a bag, <laughs> was just you know just the cherry There's- on top of this shitty this shitty year. It's just bright bright little silver linings like that. There was a scene, like, when he's dressed up as, like, the KKK guy, like, a KKK guy walking yes. through the convention, and there was a tweet, yeah. there was a tweet back in March saying somebody, somebody in the KKK is walking through the convention center, one, like, who is this, yeah. and it turned out to you be, see, like, Sasha Baron yeah. Cohen. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet, it was like, the best part of this year was finding out that this picture from the RNC was, was just a, uh, a, a picture from the sequel to Borat. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so it was, funny. It was I, just Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> And then, like, Nick was saying, like, Nick said he watched it with you, and he's like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, like, very, like, there were a couple memorable parts, obviously, we're talking about those parts, and it wasn't as good as the first movie, sequels rarely are. I thought the it, ending was so cute, I don't want to wait the ending, but the ending was so sweet, like, it was just, it was good, it was heartwarming, yeah, it, I think. It, the, yeah, this this movie was definitely a little, it had a little bit of a tug-at-your-heartstrings element to it, it was, it was, it was a fine sequel, it was worthy, it's... It's worth a watch for sure. And I like it. You know, I like that it was on Amazon Prime, super easy for people to watch too. Yes, for so sure. So I, I kind of like that. You know, as much as I miss movie theaters, it's also kind of nice to get new movies like that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Mandalorian's coming out on Friday. Oh, yeah. Mandalorian so much. Ariana Grande is coming out with an album on Friday. I think Adele might be. A lot of things are coming out on Ooh. Friday. I'm here for the Adele album, shit. I know, I know. I she was fuck. on, um, she was on SNL, so <laughs> people were like, you know. But I, th- oh wait, I think on SNL she said her album isn't done yet, so maybe, never mind. Maybe I'm just spreading false rumors. 
Oh, well. But, yeah. yeah uh, She's supposed to have Friday, an album Friday, out soon. Yeah. Friday Mandalorian comes out. I just started watching it again. I just started rewatching the first season last night. Uh, yeah, my so dad I'll, told me. Just be, which right, I, just be going right into the new season. I forgot, but my dad told me that they they release it, like, once a week. Like, episodes. I forgot all yeah. about that. Yeah, that's so the only that bad kinda, part. It's, 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 it's an actual series release just weekly instead of just all eight episodes at once and honestly i kind of i kind of like it this way because it gives me something to look forward to especially when you know there's not really a whole hell of a lot of good shows this year and you know if they are good shows it's like a one-off documentary like a limited series kind of thing yeah yeah. and uh let's close on sports betting uh i just got into that (laughs) yeah tell me about sports betting i know it's not i know people are betting on the weather but now you know sports are back you know it's kind of coming yeah, I, I'm in a fantasy football league with a bunch of my buddies, and about half of them have been gambling the whole season on games, you know, betting the, uh, betting the over, the under on the, point, on the total points of, of a game, uh, just betting on which team is going to win based on the odds, uh, you know, shit like that, you know, basic gambling stuff, prop bets. And I was just kind of getting curious just watching them, you know, just go about it every week. And there was a promo bet for DraftKings to bet one dollar on either a baseball, or either a World Series game, a college football game, or a UFC fight. And the UFC fight was uh, Justin Gaethje versus Khabib Nurmagomedov, who was twenty-eight and zero going into this fight. So I put the one dollar on him and got a hundred dollars when he won. Oh, wow. uh, remain, remained undefeated and then subsequently retired. So I had a hundred free dollars to just kind of play with on Football Sunday. So I put sixty dollars across six different games. I put ten dollars on uh, on a bunch of uh, underdogs, a bunch of underdog money lines. So like, so if they scored, you earn money. Is that basically what it is? No, it's basically so. Say the Bears, for example, are playing the Packers, and the Bears are plus two hundred, and the Packers are minus two fifty. That means the Packers are favored. So if you bet the Bears, you're going to get plus 200 on top of, like, well, not plus. Actually, I'm, I'm very new to betting. So please, please uh, just know that if you bet the, uh, the number that has the plus and not the minus for the money line, I'm trying to explain this as simply as I can. Explain I possibly like I'm can. five. This is the subreddit. Exactly. Explain to me like I'm five. <laughs> so if you bet the number with the you know the plus 200 that means they're the underdog they're not expected to win you want to place you want to place the ones on the underdogs who you think are going to win that's at least been my strategy and Heard. i won four out of those six bets nice. and yeah i won about 60 60 bucks and then i lost 20 on the bears so the, know, bears, I, just, I, the bears have just I, been screwing me ever since i've been a fan <laughs> and it's not know, gonna told- stop I told my dad, I was like, yeah, I think Brandon lost money on the Bears. He goes, you never bet on the Bears. That's the never thing. bet on the Bears. Never bet on the hometown team. As uh, much as we love them. But yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's my low-key second income source for the time being. It's, it's fun. It's, uh, it's just another thing to do on Sunday along with fantasy football and just shit-talking with the, with the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, um, I need to get into something like that. I don't know. I had someone talking about like investing in stocks and stuff like that, and I'm like, should I? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's that's kind of gambling. I know it's like it's like that's high class it's like gambling. Plan, yeah, it's high class. It's like planned gambling. <laughs> but um, yeah, I need to get into something like that. Maybe I'll just you know what? I wonder if people are still betting on the weather. I think that's what I'm gonna be into. You could probably do that. 
you could, you could probably bet on the election and the and shit like that. Oh like, my bet, god! Bet on which which states are gonna go. We which have way. one more week. We have one more week. One more week. One more week from today. Everyone listening, please vote. We need the votes. Please vote. Go drop off your ballot. Go in person. Just go vote. Every all the information's on Facebook, Instagram, any social media you have. All the information will be there. Just please, like, use your voice and vote. Is all I'm saying. That's what I want to say too. Mail in. Go in person if you have to. That's what I'm doing. You're an American motherfucker. Exercise that right to vote. It's yes. A privilege. Yes. Please vote. That's that's something I wanted to add to before um, you know, the election and all that cycle because. Honestly, you know, after Tuesday, shit's going to start getting real, so, real quick, so, Mm -hmm. you know. um, No matter who, no matter who wins. No matter who wins, that's what I'm saying. Like, it really doesn't matter. Shit's going to get real on both ends, so, you know, the work is not over just because if we get a new president or we don't, the work's not over. There's still Mm -hmm. work to be done for this country, so. Very um, much. But we can first start with, um the election and you can start senators. with actually doing something democratic that you can actually do as a person yes yes and the best thing too is we can hope the senate will be flipped that's the biggest thing so mm-hmm. you know yeah anyway vote yeah but, well that's a nice yeah. little psa to close out the episode yes uh, yes, any yes, other, yes. Uh, any other little tidbits um no i don't believe so i'll probably just keep I could just keep talking for hours, so it doesn't. I should probably stop myself, you know. No. There'll be, pl- there'll be plenty. Of, yeah, we'll have plenty of talking to do next week. Trust me. Yes. Oh yeah. So, once again, this has been what's wrong with us, the podcast. If you want to contact the show, please, I encourage you to do so. We would really like to do some kind of like, yes. uh, like listener mail segment and answer questions and just read shit. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, www. We, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we don't have like any. Um, like if getting mail like we don't have any real 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 like you know um education to give advice but we would love to read and you know give We'd us to, give regardless. you guys our opinionated advice so if you want to do that again that's www.upodcast at gmail.com the letter u at www.upodcast on twitter at what's wrong podcast on instagram I'm at Brandon Orlowski on everything across all social media. Social media. And I am Haha Greer on Instagram and IRL Tinkerbell on Twitter. All right. This is, again, What's Wrong With Us, Episode 3. Hope you liked it. Bye. Yes. Goodbye.